0: Welcome to the girl what's in your purse podcast girl what's in your purse i'm your host latrice goodwine your financial bestie and during our podcast we're gonna have straight talk about real life financial situations that affect us as women so ladies what's in your purse everyone. Welcome to the podcast. As always, I am super excited anytime I get a chance to come before you all and talk all things financial. Well, I guess it's all things related to women. And right now, I know as the world is facing COVID-19, the coronavirus, whatever we're calling it today, we have been dealt some sour lemons And one of the things that I've been saying throughout this whole pandemic is that we have to take these really, really, really sour lemons and develop our own recipe to make the sweetest lemonade possible. And, you know, my prayer is that you stay in good spirits. You know, I just pray that your mental health stays strong that your spiritual relationship is strong and that you have some type of financial stability during these uncertain times. And so I encourage you as I continue to encourage myself to always find the lemonade inside of these lemons. You know, I'm human. So I've been having my moments I've been had some times where I'm like, oh, my God, because I've literally been practicing the whole quarantine thing where I only leave out the house when necessary, when I absolutely have to go outside the house. And so, yeah, you know, people I'm normal. People go star crazy. So (laughs) I've been facing that as well. But through all of this, I am learning so much. I'm learning so much about myself. I'm learning a lot about my children, more than I even knew. And so I'm so thankful for that. I'm developing a spiritual, a more spiritual relationship with God. Um, it, it, It has its perks. Don't get me wrong. Being in quarantine does have its perks if you allow yourself to find the lemonade inside of these sour lemons. And so that's what I wanna talk to you all about is how have you grown? What have you done to better yourself or to deeper your spiritual relationship with God? I know I definitely am hearing from God more hearing God more clearly. Now that I am in quarantine, I am social distancing. So now he has my attention. I'm not distracted, you know, by the ways of the world, the things that's going on in the world, because I'm in, you know, my four walls, I'm within my family. And it has been an awesome experience to be able to talk to God, get direction from God, especially with my business, um, with my relationship, with my children, you know, even with my money, my own money. So, you know, I'm very transparent. So one of the things that has happened is during this time that I've been in quarantine or that uh, we've been on, as people like to say, down? because here in Michigan, we have a curfew. We have to be in by eight o'clock p.m. unless you are an essential worker. So you have to have, you know, your papers. And then we're practicing the whole six feet you know, no social, we have to practice the social distancing. We can't be in gatherings. What I think is no more than 10 people. I don't know because I'm just standing in the house. <laughs> but one thing that has happened, I've literally found an extra $2,000 in my bank account to the point where I was like, why do I have an extra $2,000? Because, you know, I budget and I know where my money go. And it's like an extra $2,000 to where I'm thinking like, did I forget to pay a bill? Like what's going on? But then when I thought about it, I'm like, you know, sitting here in quarantine, you know, I, I've simplified my life. I'm not going out to eat Um, I'm not getting my hair done. I'm not getting my nails done. I'm not getting facials or pedicures or my lashes. I'm not out shopping at the malls. I don't have to go get gas. I mean, it was just so much stuff that I'm looking at my budget and I'm saying, oh my God, look how much money I'm spending On things that are non-essential. And when I mean non-essential, on things that I do not need to survive. And it's amazing to me that how we easily, easily spend hundreds and thousands of dollars. So that, that was one of the lemonades. That I found during this whole coronavirus, like trees, you could really save more money. Now, don't get me wrong, once the coronavirus is over, once we are not on curfew or not on, you know, lockdown, as we're calling it. I am going to go back and get my hair done because, you know, y'all know I keep it real. I got some grades that's coming in and I'm like, oh my God, they have to go. But you better believe there are going to be some things that I'm going to cut out or at least cut back on because I'm seeing how much money I'm spending on things that's not necessity. Or that I'm also finding don't really give me that much pleasure. Because one of the other things that um, is happening while we are in quarantine is that I'm doing a lot more cooking. And while I'm doing a lot more cooking, my daughter, my oldest daughter, who's nine, she's been helping me. And so our mother daughter bond is growing, which we are, I mean, My daughter and I, we are very close. I'm very close with all my kids. A lot of people will tend to say they're pretty spoiled, but that's neither here nor there. But during this time, she's learning how to cook and she's enjoying it. And she's baking on her own. And I was so excited. Like this morning, she literally fixed breakfast for everyone on her own. I gave her very, very, very little assistance. And so I looked at that like, wow, this is something that we probably wouldn't have done if they weren't um, being homeschooled right now. Because that's another thing too. Our schools are shut down um, for the remainder of the school year. So no in-person teaching or learning is going on. And if we were still going on with our day-to-day routine, I wouldn't have had time or wouldn't have thought to have time to like sit down and really teach her how to make breakfast. Or I wouldn't have, I I know myself, I probably wouldn't have allowed her or wouldn't have been confident enough in her to say, hey, yeah, go ahead, take that recipe and make those cupcakes from scratch. And so these valuable moments that I'm getting with my children is priceless. And I feel like this this pandemic has forced us to sit down and really think and figure out and get back to what's important. My family, we sit down at the table now for breakfast, lunch and dinner all at the same time. Like we all had different schedules. And so a lot of times we didn't get a chance to sit down and eat at the same time because we were all busy ripping and running and doing different things. Or we're some, I'm doing homework with one of my, one of of our kids, Anthony's helping another kid with something. And so another one is over there eating. It's like we all had little pockets, little segments or whatever that we were working on and doing things. And now we can come together as a family. And I feel that, like I said, that's going to be one of the things too, after the coronavirus is over and we're free to go back outside or people said outside is open again, that we're definitely going to do. It's going to be mandatory. That at least for breakfast we're going to sit down and we're going to have breakfast together as the family. For dinner we're going to sit down at the table for dinner, and we're going to pray. My um, my five year old she loves to be the person that prays, and so I'm just enjoying these moments with my family. And like I said before, it's priceless. It's so priceless. So. I'm choosing, and I'm hoping that you're choosing to find the lemonade in these sour lemons that we've been dealt. And I want to give a special shout out to one of my um, members, my inner circle members, that helped me to see that. We were on one of our group group coaching calls, and she was saying how she was excited that her kids were at home being homeschooled with her now she was saying how, yes, now I get to teach them what I want them to learn instill in them the values that I want them to have. I get to control the level of education. And when she was saying the level of education, she's going to give them more. And she's also going to be teaching them things that's not being taught in school, such as financial literacy. And I was like, Wow, that was an aha moment for me. Well, let me back up. Initially, it was not an aha moment for me because I was on that group coaching call like, girl, are you crazy? But I want to say probably the next day or two, you know, I got a revelation. God gave me a revelation. Like she's right. You get to control the narrative of what your children are learning, Trace. So what did I do? That's when I really started letting Lauren cook. You're going to know how to cook. You're not going to be one of these microwave kids or microwave adults. You're going to actually know how to cook. And I gave her my girl in senior purse book. Yes, you're nine, but I want you to read it. She was like, mommy, I'm not going to understand what this is talking about. I said, that's okay. Let's see if you understand. Because one thing I do know, even if, She don't get it now. It's going to stick with her. It's going to be there in her subconscious mind when she becomes a teenager, when she becomes a young adult, when she becomes a wife or a businesswoman or a career woman, when she becomes a mother. Those things that she's reading now, I'm instilling in her as a nine-year-old, as a fourth grader going into fifth grade. And so... She did start reading it and she's starting to find it interesting. And so that was, you know, that was a great moment for me to answer questions from, from her about the book. And she was very intrigued by it and wanted to know. And so I thank my member for even bringing that up because like she said, I'm going to teach her financial literacy because in our school system, they're not. I don't want to say forcing because my son, all my kids, they love to read Well, my two oldest loves to read. My five-year-old, she (laughs) she hasn't really started reading yet. She just turned five, what, April 1st. So she'll be in kindergarten next year and we're definitely preparing her for kindergarten. But my six-year-old, he's reading chapter books and I'm having him do a book report on it. They have math problems. I'm already giving them math problems for the next grade level. So I'm controlling the narrative of what they learn. I'm going to make sure that they're ready and prepared. And so now I'm appreciating the homeschooling because I'm going to make sure because they're my kids, they're my babies. I'm going to make sure they're prepared. So, um, another lemonade that I've been able to make while um, being here in quarantine. I've been making money in my stock investments, and so I'm excited about that. Um, I've been reading, studying a little bit more on stocks. I've, I already knew how to invest because I'm actually I actually teach a class on how to become a confident investor, basically how to invest in a downward market because right now that's where we are in, we're in a downward market. But just looking at my account grow and having that additional stream of income and just perfecting my craft. Before I was just so busy with day-to-day life that I probably wouldn't have had time to devote to learning and growing and perfecting my craft. So now I feel like I'm pretty, no, not feel, I know I'm real good at it. I'm real good at effectively teaching women how to be confident in purchasing stock and being able to make money with it. And I attribute all of that from being locked in this house. Because of the coronavirus and a lot of women calling me, inboxing me, texting me about, hey, how do I invest? What do I do with my 401k? And so that forced me to sharpen my skills, even though they were hot up there already, but it forced me to sharpen my skills and develop a curriculum. And I'm thankful for that. I'm thankful for that. So... I challenge you that even though the world seems crazy and I'm not downplaying that this virus is serious and I'm not downplaying that people are losing loved ones or that they have loved ones that are sick because I know it's real. But in your life, what are you doing? How are you finding the silver lining in all of this? How have you been able to turn these so, so, so sour lemons into the sweetest lemonade possible? Because when you think about it, when you really sit back and think about it, what's important The most important things should be your spiritual walk, your relationship with your family, and your health. If you have those three things, you should be good. Everything else will come. Everything else will follow. And I think that's one of the things that This whole situation, that's what I'm going to call it, this situation that we're in, our new norm of being locked in the house, it's really causing us to sit down and make our own lemonade. What do you need to do? What should you be doing? Is this a time for you to rethink your business strategy? Is this time for you to, to say, hey, I'm going to leave my job and start my business? And I know I've said this before. Um, hey, I'm gonna write that book. Hey, I'm gonna do that podcast. Hey, I'm gonna create that course. I'm gonna develop that product. I'm gonna start my business. How are you going to take this really, really bad situation that we're in? How are you going to take this sour lemon and turn it into the sweetest lemonade possible? That's my challenge for you. That's my challenge for all of us, really. Continue to focus on the good. Are you looking at the glass half empty Or are we looking at it half full? It's your choice. I choose to look at my glass half full because I am going to be the person that determines the outcome, my outcome, my family's outcome after the coronavirus. Yes, I'm going to be respectful of the laws of the land and I'm staying in the house. But while I'm staying in the house, I'm in the lab making my own recipe to make the sweetest lemonade possible. Are you in the lab making the sweetest lemonade possible? And I don't know why I'm being led to say this, but I'm going to say it anyways. Some of us, the sweetest lemonade that you can make, is rest. It's okay if you're not out there grinding and hustling and coming up with the next best thing. It's okay. But don't knock us (laughs) who are out here hustling and grinding and um, either starting a new business or growing and enhancing our business. But those of you who says My sweetest lemonade right now is rest. That's okay because you probably needed that rest. You were too busy. You were too busy. I'm going to say it again. You were too busy and you needed to rest. You needed to rest your body. You needed to rest your mind and you need to get you need to have gotten into a place of rest with your spirit as well. And so this was a time, or this is a time for rest. Because if you had it your way, or if it was business as usual, you would have kept pushing, you would have kept pressing, and you would have kept going. But look at it like this. God gave you opportunity to rest without consequences. So take it, take that opportunity and don't let anyone make you feel bad about it. So like I said, I don't know why I was led to say that, but I wanted you all to know that it's not always about out here grinding and hustling and trying to figure out what you can do. This girl was in your purse. Everybody's purse is different. Everybody's lifestyle is different. What everybody needs or what every woman needs in this moment is different. So you figure out what is your recipe for the sweetest lemonade possible. All right, ladies. I love you all and make sure you take care of yourself. Please make sure you take care of yourself. Stay in the house and stay safe. I love you all. Thank you for tuning into the Girl With Senior Purse podcast. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. Please subscribe, support, and share our podcast with other women interested in getting their finances in order. Also, I would love to connect with you. I want to hear from you. Leave comments, comments, Ask financial questions that you would like to have discussed on the air. Also, you can email me at admin at girlwhat'sinyourpurse I would love to connect with you on my social media platforms. I'm on Instagram at girl what's in your purse. I also can be reached within my Facebook group, also called Girl what's in Your Purse. Check out my website www Dot girl what's in your purse dot com I truly look forward to connecting with you soon so ladies remember accept yourself align yourself and allow yourself to be you love you all